Hi friends, I'm Gwen. And I'm Jacqueline. Welcome to Talk Bookish to Me. The podcast where friends get together and talk about books. Happy Monday, folks. Thanks for joining us. If you live in America, chances are you'll be celebrating Thanksgiving in a few days. In today's episode, we thought it would be nice to gather around the table and share things we're thankful for. Yes, even books. But first, I wanted to remind you that the December episodes will be on December 14th and the 28th. We allowed some time for off-air festivities and wrapping up our reading year strong. So I actually, I know we talk about current reads and I literally just finished my current read that I was about to talk about and I guess I'll just say what it was, but (laughs) I just finished A Good Girl's Guide to Murder by Holly Jackson. I was doing it for like a secret TBR thing and I remember when you were here visiting me, um, you were like, oh, I want to wait and hear like what you thought because you weren't sure if you wanted to read it, but I, I do think it's worth the read I think I'm gonna read it four stars so the ending the ending is like super fast-paced and I don't know like did you ever watch Pretty Little Liars or no yes okay well it it is very much like Pretty Little Liars okay Um, I like that show Okay, so then I think that you would like it, even though it's why I like, I mean, there were some like faults in it that I like, that's why I didn't give it five, but the last like quarter is like super fast paced and like I didn't know who did it and like, so that was pretty cool. But my next current read, I'm actually, (laughs) I'm going to be reading this book called Sickened. And it's a memoir. You guys should know now that I'm like fascinated with like really weird memoirs. (laughs) I'm so interested. What's it about? (laughs) It's about the Munchausen syndrome by proxy. And so it's an actual, like, I mean, think about that. Like I've read, I've read books about that mental disorder, I guess would it be? Mm -hmm. Um, But they were all like fiction type books. And then I watched the act on Hulu, which is actually about like the... Uh, Mommy Dearest or whatever it was actually called. Um, But yeah, so this is going to be my first memoir about it. And I'm picking it up at the library today. So Oh my goodness. Yeah, I think I'm going to do a spoiler vlog for it. Like I literally just decided this yesterday. I was going through my Goodreads and it was on my want to read. And I was like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot that I like really wanted to read this book. And the library had it. And I was like, this is perfect. This is exactly what I'm in the mood for. So I can't wait to read it. Oh my gosh, you have to do a spoiler vlog for it because I am, oh my gosh, I don't even know what to think. And also, knowing that you rated a YA kind of like thriller Thriller. book four Mm -hmm. stars, that's huge, you guys. That means you need to go out and get it if you haven't read it. Because if Jacqueline rates a YA story high, like higher than three, like Run yeah. to the store right now, put it in your car, walk yeah. away because exactly. it's worth the wait. Okay, so I am currently reading <laughs> Little Women by Louisa May Alcott. It's a classic about the four March sisters and their life during the Civil War era. Um, when the new movie released, I didn't watch it because I've never read the book. I've, wa- I've watched several movie adaptations, but never have read the book. And I was like, before I watch the movie, I'm going to actually read the book. <laughs> and yeah, here it is, middle of November. <laughs> and I'm just now reading the book. And it's been on my TBR all year. So I've been slacking a little bit. But yeah, that's what I'm reading. I went outside earlier red in the sunshine it was so nice because it is getting dark so quickly and I was like you know what I'm gonna try to make it a point in the morning you know in before like noon when it's still like nice outside and the sun is out and try to get a little vitamin d a little bit of sunshine because I do get a little sad in the winter you Mm -hmm. know time with the sun and stuff like that so 
yeah, I got some reading done this morning, but I didn't that's, finish. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, when you watch the movie, you should tell me when and I'll watch it with you because I haven't seen the new movie yet. I, okay. I watched like the older yeah. version when I was younger, um, but I've heard it's really great. So if you want to do like a buddy watch with that me. That would be fun. <laughs> okay. So for our Thanksgiving episode, I thought it would be fun to talk about some of the books that we're thankful for. As avid readers, most of the time, books have a way of shaping our lives, the decisions we make, how we see the world, feeling seen, less alone. So which books are you the most thankful for, Jacqueline? Okay, so I have... Well, actually, I have more than six on this list because some of them are like a little bit doubled up. But my number one book that I'm thankful for is All Your Perfects by Colleen Hoover. And I'm pretty sure that you feel the same way that I do about it. Um, it, It's because this book is one of the only books that I feel like talks about infertility in the correct way. Um, And it it makes all of us feel very like seen and understood because that's something that a lot of people don't understand how we're feeling um so yeah that I read that book a couple years ago but I've I'm always just like so thankful that Colleen Hoover like did the research to write it correctly um and then I have I'm actually thankful for two historical fictions like what (laughs) so uh Cruel Beautiful World by Carolyn Levitt or Leavitt I'm not sure it's L-E-A-V-I-T-T and then The Dream Daughter by Diane Chamberlain and I'm thankful for those just because they were kind of getting me into like a light historical fiction because before this year I would just say like I'd be like no I don't like historical fiction like I'm not even gonna try and read it um and both of those books like one of them I had to read because of an event I was doing in my book club and it was like I had to read it there was no other choice and then The Cruel Beautiful World like you had sent me and you were like you have to read this like this is such a great book and I am so glad because those are some of my like favorite books of all time and then I have Maybe in Another Life by Taylor Jenkins Reid and Una Out of Order by Margarita Montemore and I like like I'm so thankful for these books because these are more like like um, alternate reality type books and it really makes you think about like the decisions you make in life and being happy with them and so I, I don't know it's like one of my favorite tropes and anytime I read a book that's like that where a character either their life is like split into two and you're following both different ways or in Una out of order like she is traveling through her life but it's out of order so like one year she might be 1992 and then one year she might be like 50 years old in like 2020 or something like that um, and then she'll go back to like when she was younger again and I, those I don't know they just really make me think to be like thankful for like where I am in my life and thankful for what I have in my life because you never know like even if you had chosen a different path that doesn't mean that that path was going to be better you know I don't know I just really like the behind the scenes of those types of yeah, books. Yeah th- that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And then I have a a graphic novel, A Quiet Girl in a Noisy World by Debbie Tung. And I'm just thankful for that because that was my very first graphic novel that I read. And so that's definitely gotten me into more graphic novels. I didn't think that I would be a graphic novel type person, but now I really, really enjoy them. And then last but not least, this is like a shout out to now me really loving nonfiction memoirs. Um, I'm thankful for The Sound of Gravel by Ruth Werner and Educated by Tara Westover. Um, both of those are memoirs that the, the first one, The Sound of Gravel, is about a polygamist cult. Um, and oh my gosh, I like cried my eyes out during that book because you just don't think that things like this happen in the world and it really does. And then with Educated, that also had kind of like some cultish feels in it, um, but it's about this family 
Um, they are Mormon and uh, they just like deal with a lot of things of like how they grew up without any education, how their dad was, um, how they got away from kind of like the abusive way that they were like raised. Um, and that's why I'm excited about like the book I'm about to currently read, Sickened, because I don't know, I just really like, I feel like these books kind of open my eyes to be like, you know, what what are other people dealing with? You know, we, I might have a hard week and I'm like, oh my gosh, my life is so hard. But like, no, compared to these other people, my life is a piece of cake. So I'm just thankful that I like reading those books so I can, you know, kind of learn things. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. I read, um, of course, The Sound of Gravel because of you. And I actually picked up Educated recently from the book exchange. So I can read that one as well. Because I really did like, so I think you're getting me into memoirs as well. Okay, so starting off, yes, of course, All Your Perfects by Colleen Hoover, but also a poetry collection, Pillow Thoughts by Courtney Peppernell. Both of these I read right around the time that I started my, well, I started my fertility journey and that journey didn't end so well. And right at the end of that, when I was finding out kind of the negative side of things, um, these books pulled me out of the very dark place that I was starting to enter. And I literally thank both of them for like, making me still here today. (laughs) I tell people this all the time, but like Jacqueline said, the fertility timeline and how it was told with such care and precision um, and all your perfects was just perfect. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Um, I also want to shout out after I do by Taylor Jenkins Reid. This is the one that I reread at the start of the year. I'm not sure if I'm going to do that this year, but I did it for 2020 and I do not regret that decision. I'll continue to read that over and over again. But I guess I always hoped that romance and marriage would be like those Hallmark movies where everything goes perfect, you know, like a fairy tale. But the reality is, is that relationships are messy, but that doesn't make them bad or Mm -hmm. less in any way. And I think that goes back to what you were saying earlier. Um, So this book just highlights that, that like, you know, relations really aren't perfect and marriage isn't perfect. And like, I think I just needed that reminder and I do need that reminder sometimes. So when Mm -hmm. I do, I kind of like read that book and it shows you that even though things aren't perfect fairy tale hallmark, then, you know, it doesn't mean it's bad. You just got to work through it. And I really like that. I also want to credit another poetry collection by Amanda Lovelace. This one is called Break Your Glass Slippers. And it's about overcoming things. And I'm a plus size gal. And I have days that I love my body and days that I don't. And I do struggle with that. But this collection showed me that even I deserve to take up the space that I do. And I think that's important. Um, The next one is like, a flashback to <laughs> middle grade nostalgia, um, the Babysitter's Club books. These books meant so much to me. They're the series that got me into reading, well, this and Sweet Valley High. But the Babysitter's Club is why I started babysitting. It's why I nannied. It's why I became a teacher. So working with children is all thanks to this series. And the fact that I can return to it as an adult and still enjoy it, I think, says something about the strength of the story even after all of these years. That is so um, cool. I did not know that about you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it, like I said, it was like one of the very first series that I ever did along with Sweet Valley High. Sweet Valley High just wanted me to be a twin. (laughs) I just wanted to be a twin because, (laughs) but the, but the babysitter's club book, like I was reading those when I was younger and I started like babysitting my neighbors and then like I said, Mm -hmm. nanny to teacher and all that. So literally that projected me on my whole path, not only like my love of reading, but like my profession as well. So Mm -hmm. I always have to think, 
rank that series. Um, another one is Want to Watch by Kate Stamen London. I know I've talked about this on several different episodes, but I don't have anything new to add per se. I just want to say that I think it really gave a voice to so many plus size conversations and I appreciate that. Um, and the last one that I'll mention is The Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires by Grady Hendrix, which odd choice to say thanks to but it really did open me up to the horror genre so many people online were talking about this book and at first I was like oh no like that, nope that's not for me sounds mm -hmm. weird not really up my alley but the more I heard about it I was like hmm, I'm interested I'm interested so yeah the more I heard I started wondering what the buzz was about and I really really enjoyed it gave it four stars before we dive into our end of the year TBRs, 2020 has been a heavy year for many reasons, and we'd like to celebrate the bright spots sprinkled throughout the year that kept us going. What are some of the other things in your life besides books that you're thankful for? This one I feel like just goes for, I don't know, maybe not every married couple is thankful for their husband. I don't know, <laughs> but I am definitely thankful for my husband. Like I if you don't know my story like we met and got married within six months and so I remember back during that time a lot of people were very judgmental about that um, there were some people that you know not not necessarily came out of hiding but kind of were like oh yeah my grandparents like met and married in three months and they've been married for 60 years or whatever so I was very nervous just by everybody being very negative about that um, but I know now because we just celebrated our five-year wedding anniversary this year and I know that like it doesn't matter like it really doesn't matter how soon or how long you get married or not get married um, it just really depends on like the people and your communication and compromising and all of that kind of stuff so I am so thankful for my husband because he is literally the best person for me. Aww. Yeah. And speaking of that, we bought a new house. So I'm like thankful that he works hard and is always, you know, like providing for me and stuff. But yeah, we are moving uh, literally very soon, December 4th. So, uh, you know, wow. I'm in the middle of packing. I know. <laughs> I'm so excited though for the new house. And I know that everyone on like YouTube is really excited for like moving vlogs. And I can't wait to see where I'm going to film and even with recording the podcast like that's probably even gonna be better it's just really exciting um and then I'm also excited for like all of my online friends my book club we took our very first uh book club retreat this year we went to Gatlinburg we got this big cabin and I think there was like 15 of us maybe that like went and stayed in this cabin and it was like one of the most fun times in my life it was it was something that I, I guess because I didn't go to school and I went to community college so I didn't really have like you know a dorm and, and college friends and you know I didn't have college friends that got married you know all that kind of stuff I never did that stuff so for the first time in my life going somewhere with like friends and spending days kind of vacationing with friends was like the most surreal like coolest thing ever <laughs> yeah so I loved that I can't wait for next year. Uh, I'm also thankful for how much my YouTube channels have grown because I have two different channels and I am just so thankful for the amount on of subscribers like on both channels. Like I just can't believe that this many people are like follow me and like care about my life and I mean I'm able to make money from that and like I'm like it's just amazing and I'm very 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 thankful for that um, and then of course like having a good job with like through COVID I know a lot of people 
haven't been able to keep their jobs or it's been very hard like for their jobs but thankfully I do have a good job and a lot of my friends and family have been healthy during COVID so I know I'm very thankful for that like I know that a lot of people have been struggling through that and then I am thankful for you Gwen like oh my gosh (laughs) I I was the most thankful for you um when was that like last week two weeks ago like oh my gosh when you had to come help me with my foster placement yeah. yeah, I could not have done that without you, like Aww. literally. <laughs> yeah, it was fun times for sure. <laughs> so like you, I always say, you know, I'm super thankful for my faith and my friendships and my family. I mean, those are always going to be the top three every single year. Like, you know, when you sit around with your family, like, what are you thankful for? Well, mm-hmm. you guys, of course, my friends and my faith, like yeah. hands down. But I have also had really good health um, throughout COVID and for the most part, my family has. There's been a few hiccups along the way. Um, We did have a death in the family and my mother-in-law did literally this morning just get out of the ER. Mm -hmm. So, and she was there for a couple of days. Um, So that was a little scary, but overall great health, no COVID related symptoms. Um, I was still able to go to my doctor's appointments that I needed to go to. And um, I only did my chiropractor appointments like in person, but everything was like super safe. And I was able to do my allergy appointments um, earlier, like back in the spring, I was able to do those all over the phone. And so that was really helpful and pick up my medication, you know, without being in contact and stuff like that. So that just, everything just kind of kept going smooth along like the healthcare front. So that was really nice. And it just made me feel like even though things were crazy, at least I had, you know, all of the things that I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, also, my dog needing all of those surgeries, it started back at like in March, mm-hmm. at the end of March, like right as COVID and everything. And I was terrified because I didn't know how long that was going to go on. And it ended up her surgeries like, and the recovery period was a five month period. <laughs> so it literally took up like my entire summer of, you know, having to keep her confined, but also having to take her for a lot of like appointments, like surgeries and stuff like that. So just having the money um, and being able to be home to watch her because she had like bilateral surgery, like on both of her back legs um so just being able to be here and take care of her daily and watch her her medicine and just all of that and how it all worked out and like she's back to being her normal self (laughs) so nobody worry about my dog she's great but for five months I was a little on edge but Mm -hmm. we're on the other side and as you said my husband always I love his humor and his flexibility those are things that I definitely need in my life I think I'm kind of funny but I'm probably not (laughs) and if I am funny like at all it's all thanks to my husband because he's literally hilarious and he's way more flexible than I am I like to say like I adapt to change easily I'm lying. I don't. (laughs) So with COVID and with my job and just everything up in the air, I always overthink it. I start spiraling a little bit. And he's like the calm, cool, collected one that's like, it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And he just always supports my crazy passions. Um, You know, I didn't want to go back to work. He's like, well, yeah, it's probably better that you don't and stuff like that. So it just doesn't get any better than that. I mean, he's top of the top so we're so lucky (laughs) and also our friendship has been a super duper highlight for me um it was just in march march 17th (laughs) when we started talking and collabing online and so lucky that you know you were tested that we were able to meet and hang out and Mm -hmm. 
without fear of like being sick or whatever like that. So um, that was, it's just been really great. And I think that we had that long period of time where we were able to build a solid foundation for our friendship that by the time we met, it was like, (laughs) you're my best friend. And then like we, we did this, we're doing this podcast together. And I just feel like every single day I get closer to you and I learn more about you and you learn more about me. But I also, I think the reason why it's really working for me is because I like friendships that challenge me and I like, you know, people that will give me a different view on something that will call me out on something that will teach me something new. And I think you do that. You know, you're like really good in the kitchen and I'm and I'm not. <laughs> so just like little things like that. You're like, hey, try this, try this cookbook or, you know, think about this and how I can just talk things out with you. Mm-hmm. Super, super helpful. So love our to, friendship. <laughs> we need to give a shout out to Penny uh, for making this friendship even start because she was the one that was like, hey, you need to watch Gwendolyn Kessinger on uh, YouTube and I was like oh I don't even know who that is I know. and then I started watching you and then I was like ooh booktubers and brews <laughs> and then I it know, was that was so crazy you just told me it. that the other day that it was like her and I was like oh my gosh Penny <laughs> yeah so thank you Penny for our friendship because like inseparable um so some other like minor little things um animal crossing new horizons that game it launched a day before days before my job closed its doors um and i have spent literally hours and hours of my life this year um playing this game it's allowed me to have fun to get creative to make friends and have a bit of joy in my day-to-day life when things were so dark and crazy and i just thought oh no is this ever gonna end like I could just hop on there for like 30 minutes an hour however long I mean I've I have logged some hours guys (laughs) but it just and then I also got my husband playing which I didn't think he was gonna play at first but he was kind of like okay okay and Mm -hmm. we've played together so just like meeting people and just being able to kind of like zone out Mm -hmm. like I have done that with books but I've also been able to do that with this game it's like Um, a different world it is. It's totally yeah. different. And mentioning Animal Crossing, they just dropped the new update. I, I, I didn't get to watch the trailer yet. I can't I wait. It, I sent it to you right before. I was like, oh my gosh, you have to watch it. <laughs> it's so exciting. So yes, oh, I, I just, cannot wait. I'm, I just, I don't know. So that game's always been a lot of fun. And I haven't played since the original on the GameCube. So mm-hmm. it's just, it was like perfect timing for this. Perfect yeah. timing. Um, also the book club, I do want to shout them out as well because I've just made more bookish friends and I've been able to talk about like books with more people, which that's why I kind of joined the book community anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, it has so many fun events. I love watching The Bachelorette on Tuesday nights tonight oh with it. you guys. <laughs> like it's crazy. It's, I can never watch The Bachelorette again by myself. Like it's yeah, not a I, thing. <laughs> I never will be able to. Like for those that you don't know, the in the book club we have something called like where we like watch movies and shows together. Watch-alongs, and so yeah. Yeah. So we started when The Bachelorette just came out. We all are on this like Discord chat and we all watch it at the same time, live together, drinking wine, sending selfies, sending <laughs> gifts. Like it is so fun. It's literally yeah, so it fun. is oh my gosh, it's so much fun. So yeah, so I just I really love the book club I have 
found a community and I feel like now that I'm kind of moving up in the ranks a little bit, mm-hmm. I'm going to get to know even more people. Mm-hmm. I know there's some very exciting events coming for December that I'm hyped for. First time um, being a team leader. <laughs> I know, so I'm going to crush your team. <sighs> you probably will, guys, being completely honest, but that's okay. I'm here for the laughs. I'm here for the friendships. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and lastly, I want to shout out the podcast and the listeners. I've wanted to start a podcast for two years at least, but with teaching full time and other responsibilities, I never thought I would be able to make it happen. Now, here I am with you talking about things I'm thankful for, and it's come full circle. Um, If you're listening, I appreciate you, and you're making the decision to tune in and spend time with us. Hopefully, every other Monday means the world to me. Yeah, I'm thankful that you actually asked me to, like, be part of your podcast. Like, I mean, gosh, of all the people that you could have asked, and you asked me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's kind of... Well, knowing that, like, like I said, I've wanted to do it for a while and then just with everything going on and with like COVID and I was like, well, I have the time now. And then I was like, okay, I'm actually doing this right now. And I was like, who better to help me make it happen? <laughs> and we're both, we're both impatient people. So we're like, you want to start tomorrow? Okay, let's start tomorrow. <laughs> That was the best part. And I just know you're a hard worker. So like, who else am I possibly going to have on this? Um, So let's chat about our end of the year TBRs. You know, TBRs aren't my thing. But for some reason this year, I felt compelled to look through my shelves and find some that I really wanted to read before the end of the year. Which books are you hoping to read before the new year? Okay, we have a list of seven books because I actually have not read that much in November. I will have off from work in December, so I'm planning on reading, I mean, like a decent amount, but I, I don't think I'm going to hit my my end of the year goal because I have like, I'm, I'm kind of far behind. It's like, I think I'm at like 80 and my goal is 100 and there's no way, <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah, that's um, pretty what, lofty. <laughs> yeah. Well, I kind of got behind here in like October, November. <laughs> true, true story. <laughs> <laughs> but the goal I am going to hit is I had a goal to hit 100% on NetGalley this year because Uh, At the beginning of the year, I think I was at like 30% or something like that. I mean, not, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like I didn't have hundreds and hundreds of books to read, um, but I just don't like seeing that very small percentage and I'm like a completionist type of person. So I wanted to be able to screenshot just at least once this year that I I got to screenshot it. Yeah. And I need to screenshot it like now at the end of the year because like I want to go request books for 2021, but I'm so afraid because I requested one for 2021 and I got it. So now I'm like, oh, like, like, well, got to read it. Yeah. Okay. So my first four books that I'm going to talk about are ones that I actually are the last four on NetGalley that I have to read. So I only have four left. One of them is The Wrong Family by Taryn Fisher, which, you know, one of our most anticipated. I am so excited for that. Then I have The Drowning Kind by Jennifer McMahon. And I think that's the one that comes out. It's like April of 2021. So that one is very far in advance. But I read the Invited by Jennifer McMahon in one of my thriller videos. And I really liked it. I think I gave it four and a half stars. So I really want to read like her new book. And I also have an older one of her, The Winter People, that I didn't get to yet. So 
I hope I like that one. Then the next one I'm kind of nervous about, but it is a holiday book. It's In Holidays by Christina Lauren. Um, okay, I'm going to stop you right there. Remember <laughs> earlier when you were saying you like those kind of, uh, not time travel, but alternate reality yeah, type yeah. things? Do you what know what is? this is about? <gasps> is it okay, really? So I, w- I, <laughs> I knew you were going to talk about this one because it's on both of our anticipated, you know, it's yeah. on both yeah. of our DVRs. <laughs> but like, girl, this one I think you might like. So she goes Ooh. to Utah for like where she always spends Christmas or whatever. Uh-huh. And I guess when she leaves, she shouts out into the universe, like, I wish that I could just be happy or something <gasps> like that. And then there's like a, you know, metal crush, car crash or whatever. And then oh. when she wakes up, she's back in the cabin in this Utah thing. And like, it's like a redo. So okay. I'm like, I think you're going to like it. Just kidding, like- guys. This is going to be a five-star read. <laughs> I hope so for both of us. So it sounds like that Hallmark Channel movie thing. I was like, I think we're going to love it. Okay, so yeah, I need to read In a Holidays by Christina Lauren. And they they just really are hit or miss for me. So I, man, if they get a five star from me, what is life? (laughs) (laughs) But then after that, I have He Started It by Samantha Downing. And this one has already been published. I just kept not reading even though I want to like I really want to read it but I'm I had to send it back to the library and I'm getting it back now and I know you really like this one Gwen Mm -hmm. so really excited for that then I have the one that I am about to start reading Sickened uh this is by Julie Gregory it is a memoir about Munchausen syndrome by, by proxy and then I want to read um a graphic novel this one is by Debbie Tung so the same uh, illustrator from the very first graphic novel I ever read and this one is about a married couple it's called happily ever after and I've had this on my shelf for a couple months um, but I thought it, you know that's cute it's perfect and for the uh, TBR challenge we're doing in the book club we have to read a graphic novel for that and I was like perfect like that'll fit yeah okay nice then my last one this is another I, I don't know why I'm just in the mood for memoirs and I I I don't know. It's just like a mood right now. (laughs) Know My Name by Chanel Miller. I have been wanting to read this for a while. And I just keep not like having the time to pick it up. And I have heard amazing things about it. And after having read The Night Swim by Megan Golden, and that kind of talks about rape culture, I really learned a lot from that book. And I wanted to kind of be more aware and learn more about rape culture. And this is a memoir about rape culture I'm pretty sure um and so I am so excited to read this and so those are the seven books that I like really 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 need to or want to read by the end of the year sounds like a great list and yeah when I was at your house I checked out that um know my name and I just read like a couple little pages you know here or there Mm -hmm. I just wanted to get a taste and I think you're gonna really enjoy it so I'm, so excited. I'm excited about your list. So because November hasn't been the best reading month for me either, <laughs> I set my expectations low with seven books as well. So the first one I'm already currently reading, Little Women. It's been on my TBR all year. And I know what's going to happen because I'm more than halfway through. So I'm like, yes, I've been wanting to see the new movie, which I hear is amazing. So I'm waiting to watch that until I finish the book. Another book I'd really like to read this month is Red Herring Hunt, which is the second book in the cozy mystery series I started a few months ago. I did a whole vlog about reading my first cozy mystery. Um, This one is by V.M. Burns and it should be a good time. I want to try to read it this month in November because I feel like this particular series is better in the autumn time. And I was kind of inspired by my friend Spencer at Intentionally Bookish on YouTube and Instagram. 
we'll have her channel and her Instagram, all that linked in the notes of today's episode for you. So you can check her out because she gives so many good cozy mystery recommendations, but she made like a fall TBR and she was putting like thrillers and like crazy things on there that she probably wouldn't normally get to. So I was like, okay, I see you going outside <laughs> your comfort zone. I'm going to do that too. So yeah, I picked this one up on a whim. Loved it. It's a book within a book, which I typically don't like, but the main character in this is writing a story. So it was like two mysteries and I just, I can't wait to dive back into the series. So really excited about that one. And she does like really, really good aesthetic like vlogs and stuff. So if you like like cozy aesthetic vlogs, like then you'll definitely like her channel too. Absolutely. Take a hint, Danny Brown. Loved Get a Life, Chloe Brown. Huge fan of Talia Hibbert. And I picked up a used copy within the last month and I need to make it a priority because I need to be ready for book number three in 2021. So excited about that one. And it's odd for me to put like romance on my TBR at the end of the year, but like, I guess I'm in the mood for it. The fourth book I want to get to is The Vanishing Half by Brett Bennett. And you've read this one. Mm-hmm. Don't quite remember your thoughts. Um, so this is another book I hope to read this month. It's about black twin sisters that run away at 16 and end up living two very different lives. One of the twins passes as white and her white husband has no idea about her past. And the other sister returns to the town they ran away from. It takes place from the 50s to the 90s, from the deep south to California. And the one sister passing as white reminds me of Passing by Nella Larson. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did learn. I was like, this is a thing. So, yeah. So I'm hoping to learn a lot from it. It is a fictional story, of course. But I just think it's going to be very eye-opening. But I am a little iffy because I want to try to read it in November. So I won't mind saving this one for 2021 if I don't get to it. But Mm -hmm. I would like to read it. I feel like you would probably like it. It's more of like historical fiction slash slash women's fiction. Um, and those are both genres that I don't typically enjoy reading. Um, so I think I had rated it three stars. And that's still um, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think that you'll enjoy it more than me. And I'm going to try to get it on audio. So that will probably help a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like you, I want to read In a Holidays by Christina Lauren, um, which I expect to be on a lot of readers end of the year TBR. It's the newest release from the author duo. It sounds like a Hallmark Channel Christmas movie. And I love those. So I'm hoping I love this one too. And not only am I like in general excited to read this book, but it's up for discussion in my book club. Um, so I'll be starting that one on December 1st really excited um okay two more to go for me one by one by ruth ware initially i was so excited about this one but then i started hearing mixed reviews and honestly i need to stop letting people's opinions freak me out Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna i'm like goal for 2021 i don't know (laughs) anyways that's a good goal (laughs) because i feel like i do get swayed by people's opinion like too too often like some there's like of course like if you have someone like that reads like the exact same books you do and you always Mm -hmm. end up reading the books and then they don't like a book or something like that and I also just need to stop buying into the hype you know Mm -hmm. like yeah the hype is really I feel like what gets (laughs) a lot of people and that's why I feel like I have such an unpopular opinion because I feel like the hype goes opposite for me when people hype something up I tend to not like it as much then 
But I don't think I'm going to read One by One by Ruth Ware because I did read Turn of the Key and I hated it. Um, and then I've tried to read a couple of her other books and I just couldn't get into them. So I DNF'd. So you'll just have to let me know how it is, I guess. Yeah, I've read, I've pretty much rated all of her books three stars except for Turn mm. of the Key, which I really did end up enjoying. I think it was one of my favorite books of last year. It's not like an all-time favorite, but... I really did enjoy it. Um, so anyways, this is when a small startup company goes on a retreat and people in the group start disappearing one by one, a la Agatha <laughs> Christie's, and then there were none. So I'm hoping I'll like it. But like I said, I have heard mixed things. So I know there's people out there that haven't liked it. Some people that have. I'm just going to try to block it all out and read for me. <laughs> and the last one that I'd finally like to read is This Time Next Year by Sophie Cousins, which focuses on two people born on New Year's Day. One person is the prized first to be born, picture in the paper, they get like a check, like money, um, that ends up leading a life of luck, while the other one, not so much. After years of misconnections, they are about to bump into one another again. So the book explores the way fate leads us to the people we least expect, no matter Ooh, what the odds. That- that sounds good. Can you imagine like t- two pregnant women that are in the hospital about to give birth and like, I have to be the first one to deliver. <laughs> like, what the heck? <laughs> You'll have to let me know how that one is. That yeah, one yeah, kind of yeah. sounds like something up my alley. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, I'm excited about it. So I want to jump into um, talking about like maybe some of our holiday Thanksgiving plans since this is our Thanksgiving episode. Are there any like traditions or plans that you have for like this year or you do this kind of same thing every year? I know you like to cook. What Mm -hmm. do you like to cook? That's what I'm more interested in. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) well, uh, this year I'm actually since I've been doing a lot of like sourdough stuff um, because I started my own sourdough starter uh, I guess maybe a month ago. Um, I think I'm going to make sourdough rolls um, for Thanksgiving because I'm actually going to finally see my dad. I haven't seen my dad since May. And so we're going to have Thanksgiving at his house. Well, I mean, we'll have to see, like, who knows what happens week to week. Um, but, yeah, so I want to make, like, sourdough rolls. Uh, and I'm not sure if I'm making anything else just because it's really hard. He lives in Pennsylvania, so right. it's hard to, like – cook stuff and drive that far and yeah so that's why you have to figure it out when you get there (laughs) yeah yeah but I'm after Thanksgiving like we'll have yeah we'll have Thanksgiving and then when we come back like we'll literally be moving just a couple days later that's crazy yeah that is what I'm most excited for especially because normally we put our Christmas decorations up November 1st and we didn't do that because I mean we're packing up the house like obviously so I cannot wait to pull out all of the Christmas stuff on December 5th or whatever (laughs) and have it up because like we're we're the kind of people that like you know we want Christmas to last like two months not just one month. Oh I know yeah. Yeah so I'm I am pretty sad because everyone else is like showing off their Christmas trees and stuff and I'm like (laughs) and I'm not an early decorator but we did get our stuff out of our storage space earlier and I was like, maybe I could put up the tree early this year. I think yeah. we all need a little joy. It's 2020 still somehow. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'm also really excited. I'm going to have um, like a game night Christmas party with a lot of my coworkers at work and we all get tested like weekly because of our jobs mm-hmm. and stuff. So, um, you know, for those of you that don't want a lot of people 
in one house. Like we do get tested every single week. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to have like almost like a housewarming party. But yeah, I'm going to make like Christmas cookies and I'm going to make bourbon balls and I'm going to make oh, a big I need your recipe for board. bourbon balls. I was oh, literally so thinking good. about bourbon balls like the other day. I haven't had them since I was a kid. <laughs> My grandma used to make them and they yeah. were really good. Yeah. And I was like, man, flashback to like 80s, 90s Christmas mm-hmm. cookie days. Like, yeah. that's what I want. My mom so, like, always made bourbon balls. Yes, I need that yeah. recipe. Okay. It's very easy. <laughs> I will give it to you. And oh my I gosh, love I'm so them. excited now. <laughs> I was literally yeah. thinking about that the other day. That is so weird because we didn't even talk about it. I know. <laughs> But yeah, so, and I want to make a big, like, cheese board and stuff, and then everyone's kind of bringing, like, a side dish. Like, someone said that their mom is going to make their, like, famous mac and cheese, and I was oh, like, yes! I love mac and cheese. <laughs> Me too. So, really excited for a, that. I need to get a job at your work really quick, so I can yeah. be at this Christmas party and be tested yeah, and be I safe show and all up. that. Like. <laughs> yep, I'll see you there. Yeah, so we're going to play, like, Just Dance, and I think someone's bringing, like, a karaoke machine, and then we're going to, like, eat and, you know, just have a really good time. Um, and then my sister actually is having her baby shower January 2nd and then she's also gonna kind of have like a New Year's Eve party that's exciting Um, yeah and she lives over actually where you live Gwen so I'll probably see you too yeah (laughs) so we're gonna go over there and do like New Year's well I'll probably see Gwen first yeah I'll get to meet your husband (laughs) yeah and then we'll do New Year's Eve and then the baby shower and then I think we'll be like done traveling and just kind of relax a little bit before we go back to work if we go back who knows i mean the lock there might be a lockdown i don't know are we going back to work things are i feel like how is this still happening i know it's like it's getting close to like it's gonna be a year that's crazy oh my gosh like Wow. So what are you okay. doing? <laughs> okay. So um, I'm doing Thanksgiving at my house most likely. Like I said, we had a little thing happen with my mother-in-law. So mm-hmm. I think the plan is still to do it at my house because I do the majority of the cooking. Um, but it's going to be me, my husband, my mother-in-law, and her roommate. I mean, they've been living together. We've been over there. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just going to be the four of us. I wouldn't want them to have Thanksgiving alone and like I don't really like having Thanksgiving alone, although that means more green bean casserole for me. Oh my gosh, I love green bean casserole. Actually, my sorority sister, like down the line, my, one of my um, Alpha Sigma Alpha sorority sisters created the green bean casserole. Ooh, so like, yeah. I'm like personally attached to the green bean yeah. casserole. Like, Okay, so anyway. So okay, so Thanksgiving <laughs> at my house, we always watch the Macy Thanksgiving Day Parade. Mm-hmm. And it's going to include this year both live and pre-recorded elements. Oh, cool. And it should be good. I don't know if it'll be the same. Maybe it'll be better. Who knows? I'm still going to tune in, see what Mm -hmm. happens. And then we also put up our Christmas tree. We either do it like at night, like after kind of Thanksgiving is, Mm -hmm. you know, your food has settled. You've taken a nap. The football game is over. (laughs) Then we try to put up the tree. But like I said, I might actually put up my tree early this year and then just decorate after. So I don't know. And then we usually talk about like, okay, what are we going to do for Christmas? But like we said, everything's kind of up in the air. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I'm just going with the flow. You are welcome to come to my house for Christmas if you want. Yay, that would be so fun. (laughs) Let's just move in with each other. Okay. (laughs) So one thing I am really looking forward to this weekend because when I visited you, you were so kind and gave me some of your sourdough starter. So I made my own earlier in quarantine, but I realized pretty quickly there was no way I was going to keep up with it. So instead of doing the sensible thing, 
I threw my entire batch of sourdough starter out and I have like a five day starter. Like what was I thinking? Yeah. I literally spent like a month like nursing this starter and then I was like, I can't keep up with all you this You were like bread. trash. I was like, throw it away. So at the time, the problem is for a normal non-chef, non-culinary arts degree person, I was only thinking about bread, like sour, because sourdough bread is literally my favorite. And to... How much bread can one person eat? I mean, a lot, but not that much. So, yeah, yeah. I just threw it all out, and then I kind of regretted it, but I was like, do I really want to start the process over again? And then you told me, you made a start, and I was like, hey, girl, hey, <laughs> hook me up. And then you made those delicious sourdough, like, pizza crusts with, like, yeah. all the delicious toppings, and I... Oh, Gosh, I still think about that pizza. <laughs> so, and I also, I ordered my very first Misfits Market box. And that should be in, like, towards, I think I get it on Friday. And then, Ooh, so, I have my sourdough starter ready. I've already fed it. It's looking good. It's nice and nice. bubbly. It has that smell. So, nice. I think I'm going to attempt the pizzas that you made. I'm That's hoping awesome. that I can recreate some this magic. This better be in a vlog. <laughs> I'm so excited. But, yeah. Okay, so that's what I'm excited about. What about you? Um, so I'm actually going to have this weekend off, and I think Alvin's going to have off too because um, we, like, both of our place, like, the places that we work at are, like, they close Friday because all the students leave, and then uh, a couple days before Thanksgiving, we're doing, like, cleaning days. So for Saturday and Sunday, like, we're not having business or whatever. Nice. Um, so I think that Alvin and I are going to have off the whole weekend together, wow. and I might ask him, yeah, we might see if there's, like, a winery that we could go to because, like, our jobs are like we work totally different schedules and so I hardly ever have the same days off as Alvin or he'll get off early and I close and like you know I hardly get to see him um so I really want to like be able to just like relax spend time with him there's like two movies that I really want to watch um one of them is directed by uh, Jordan Peele. Um, he did, like, he's the one that did Get Out and Us and uh, just recently Antebellum, which we just watched the other day, and it was so good. And I realized I didn't watch Ma, which is also by him. So I really want to watch that. But then, speaking of uh, the Munchausen by proxy syndrome, um, there's this movie that just came out on Hulu called Run, and it stars Sarah Paulson. And, yeah, I want to watch that one because it's literally about like someone wow. with that syndrome yeah oh i'm so excited so i think we're just gonna like chill watch movies eat drink wine Sounds relax so you know fun. Yeah. finally i'm so glad the holidays are coming i know <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this Thanksgiving episode of Talk Bookish to Me. Remember, every day may not be good, but there is something good in every day. Tell us what you're thankful for this year by emailing us at talkbookishpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at talkbookishpodcast. To support the show, take a moment to rate and review us on Apple Podcast or leave us a review on your social media. Make sure to tag us. Plus, sharing it with your friends and family is always nice. Our next episode will be available on December 14th, where we'll discuss our reading goals for 2021. And our last episode of this year will be on December 28th, discussing the best and worst books of 2020. So a slight tweak in scheduling for December, but exciting things planned. Until next time, happy reading and happy Thanksgiving. 